You are now listening to High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff too. Now let's join our hosts, Q and J, as they broadcast live from the writer's room. The show starts in one. Take it off. You have to. It's a rule. For sure. So should we just... I think we should just listen to this song for the rest of the... Everybody sing. Ready? Here we go. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, with that can be done. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. All right. All right. Hey, man. Welcome. The very first live show ever. This is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a disaster already. Yeah, I like, I like yeah. these digs. That's how we normally operate. No, yeah, pretty pretty good. I love to see all the thousands of people out here. Hello, yeah. thousands yeah. of people. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Well, welcome to our very first show at the amazing new Third Coast Comedy Club. Yes. And the wondrous... Uh, Marathon Music Works of Nashville, Tennessee. It, it is wondrous. Yes. I got lost in here earlier. That was my uh, toilet paper word for the day. Wondrous. Wondrous. You yeah. used it very wondrously. Thank you. That You're was welcome. awful. You're welcome. Yeah. So, uh, You're looking we, very nice tonight, Q. Thanks, man. You're yeah. looking pretty chimichanga snazzy yourself. Yeah. I, 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 I shaved uh, face, balls, everything. Good. We're good. Fantastic. It's like, it's like a baby's nutsack down there. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I don't so, know how I should react to that, but you shouldn't. We'll find no out. No one should. We'll find out later. That's part of the show, guys. <laughs> Here we go. All right. All right. So, now yeah. everybody take their pants off. You have to. That's how we do our show. It's a rule. It is a rule. So yeah, thank you for being at our very first live recording of High Five Colon the, the podcast, podcast. Yep. Which is great. Uh, if you haven't listened before, you know what are you doing here? But uh, if you have. You'll we're know sorry. that throughout the show, we want you guys to interact, so we're going to yeah. be ranking the top five 80s comedies, so everyone should have an opinion on them. I'm fairly confident everyone was alive in the 80s. Right, right, right. Um, and if you're not, then there's a possibility you may not be allowed in here. Right. And if you're already in here right, listening right, right. to me say that, then you should probably leave. But yeah, um, I mean, everyone that is in the audience, all millions of you, uh, you'll see a piece of paper on your seats, and you should have a pen as well. Yep. So uh, at one point during the show, we're going to have a quote-unquote commercial break, and what we want you to do is write down names of fake, ridiculous-named and ridiculous-sounding companies. Like Enron. Yeah. It's completely fake. Or Electronic Express. (laughs) Yeah, and completely (laughs) illegal. So yes. This is like the two you mentioned. Right, exactly. So uh, at a certain point in the show, we're going to ask you to crumple up the ones that you've written and throw them at us. So, and we're going to perform commercials Directly for them. Directly at our faces. And whoever hits us in the face wins a ticket straight out the door. Hooray! It is assault. 
Uh, but yeah, so it's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight. And yep. again, be thinking of 80s movies that you love because we're going to talk about the ones that we love. And that's but, really all that matters anyway. So. Right, because we're the ones with microphones. <laughs> so wow. I say let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's Shall we high, high five? five? Let's high five. Let's high five. High five. High five. High five. High five, son. Woo! High five. Don't leave me hanging. And we're back. And we're back. That was a great high five. Right in the writer's room. That was super nice. I liked it. For everyone listening at home, which I'm sure many people are, yep. uh, we do freeze frame during yep. the opening credits and the commercials. We've discussed that. It's basically like our, our inner selves shut down during pauses on the podcast because we are nothing more than podcasters we are we're like figments of ethereal imagination we exist in this space only and no other space you don't except live currently right but we're actually holograms like tupac yay it's not real tupac's gonna be an illusion tupac's gonna be at our next show did you know that i did know that. yeah him and puff daddy and mace's career yeah. All things that are dead in holograms. <laughs> yes. Solid. It's the Puff Daddy moniker. I like that. Tupac and Mace's career. I like that very much. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Q, why don't you tell the, the crowd, the wondrous crowd, give yourselves a round of applause. Hopefully everybody in the back can hear me. <laughs> so, to all you back rowers out there... Uh, Tonight's episode is featuring, I feel like I'm doing like a, like a coffee commercial, is brought to you by Senka. Drink Senka. It's better than wanna, normal coffee. Don't you want to want to Senka? No, that's yeah, not right. That how that goes? That's not right, is it? That's it not is, right. sure. Fanta, yeah. Thank you, crowd. Uh, so, <laughs> wow. Isn't it amazing how that crowd sometimes, everyone will hush at the same time and you can just hear one soul voice <laughs> coming through. It's like it's just one of our wives. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds <laughs> it like. Except sounds when that happens, like that. I hear nothing. <laughs> just like at home. Silence. Uh, so, so tonight's so episode is... Introduce our topic. Is brought, ba- yeah, brought to you by Fanta. Brought to you by Fanta and Senka. Uh, so basically, the, the gist is tonight, we are talking about top five... Comedic movies from the 80s. Right. Which, in my opinion, and I don't know if you all of them? <laughs> agree with me and you crowd agree with me, 80s could easily be declared the best decade for comedy films. Oh, for sure. Uh, oh, I heard an eh. Off to a great start. Good. Everybody loves yeah. us already. They 100% agree with our choices. But okay, let me justify that by saying the reason I feel that way is it almost as the introduction of all of our like comedy greats, if you want to think of it that way. Like mm-hmm. Martin Short came out of that era, Leslie Nielsen came out of that era, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy. QJ. QJ, Martin Short, John yep. Candy. Yep, comedy I mean, legends. John, John Candy, rest in peace. <laughs> all right. To the all heavenly right. candy. <laughs> I mean, come on, think about it. John Candy, and I don't know if all of you know this, but I know this and I'm going to tell you. John Candy starred and released a movie every year in the 80s. Yeah, that is totally true. Did you see the audience just gasp? I know. It sounded like silence, but they were all just gasping at the same time. Three people fainted. I know. I saw that. There's an old woman back there. I'm pretty sure she needs resuscitation of some sort. She was dead to begin with. I just dragged her in from the alley. Yeah, I dragged her in from the alley just to fill up some seats. Well, that was the last seat. Right. (laughs) So you were just like, let's bring in this dead... Homeless yeah. lady. So what you saw was just her fall out of her chair. Exactly. Perfect. The other two were real faints, for Good. sure. Excellent. So, but yeah, I mean, 80s comedies for me, I, I love. They, 
they sort of encapsulated. They really took it in new ways. Or where the right. '70s was a lot of generic comedies. Aliens. Yes. Um, you, uh, name some more. This term- is fun. The Terminator. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, where this is a movie podcast, dude. Oh. <laughs> Oops! Keep going. Uh, I, I, that's all the movies. Amazing. That's all of the movies. That is all of the things that we know. Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, '80s is uh, you know I I was born in the '80s. I grew up in the '80s, and they're movies that I watched and grew up with. So for me, they sort of set the tone on what a comedy movie could and should be. I mean, obviously, the era of Bill Murray and Chevy Chase was around you at know this what, time. You know what else the '80s movies had a plethora of? Please tell me. Boobies. They did. Yeah. Yeah, Woo. that got the audience going. Yeah. Who has boobies? I do. Yeah, me Wait. too. <laughs> Wait. It just got sad and real. <laughs> it did get it real. It got sad and real. But I mean, real. honestly, if you think about it, it's a joke, but you're serious. The, the teenage <laughs> I'm serious sex that I have comedy yes. came about in the 80s. They had like Porky's and a bunch of those that are based Meatballs. around that. Is. Yes. Just one of the guys. That's actually that was a, a great good one. one. Nice, cool. great tits. But she also kind of Shakespeare and loved her tits for a couple scenes in that. But that was one of those. Uh, I would con- I call that one of my summer TNT movies. What movie is that? Because that played on uh, just one of the guys. Oh, thank you. That played on TNT all the well, time. Well, I don't know if you know this audience member, but you're not on a microphone, so <laughs> calm down. Uh, but I did say it. And that goes for the rest of you here in the audience as well. <laughs> On the way in the box! <laughs> so, just one of the guys! Yeah, it was just one of the yeah, guys. Yeah, you know crazy? So yeah, many people you have a, You have backup, it's so crazy. I loved. I like it. Um, but yeah, so honestly, as I say in every single podcast that we talk about, this was really hard for me to narrow down <laughs> because I really... You always tell me, like, oh, just put the five that you think of first. Yeah. I had like 20 come to mind first. Yeah, I usually just list the five movies that I know existed in that time period, and we're good to go. You, you were able to list two off the top of your head, like less than two minutes ago. Well, my list consists of those repeated twice, and then one of them repeated three times. And then just the, you just fart in the microphone. <laughs> That's it. The That's going to be number one. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, on it, so, so for... Can I phone a friend? <laughs> no. Oh, <okay>. Lifeline. <laughs> um, but, I mean, for me, getting into it, I'll get some give some honorable mentions just to see the ones that didn't make the list for all of you guys. So uh-huh. uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Everybody tuck in because these are usually yeah. super long lists. Yeah. <laughs> tr- no, long, there's only four. Long. There's only four this time. One short of the entire list he has for the episode. <laughs> So go ahead. <laughs> no, I don't want to anymore. Good. All no, right. but I'm so going to shut up. Shut up. <laughs> totally going to. So Ferris Bueller's Day Off didn't make the list. Great 80s comedy. Uh-huh. Uh, Breakfast Club didn't make the list. Great 80s comedy. But that one's not really a true comedy. It's like a dramedy. So it, yeah, that's why I didn't make the list. Um, Ghostbusters, which might be say, yeah. It's a good one, right? And that's not even in the top five. So now you know the caliber I'm working with. <laughs> that his list is super then, shitty. And then uh, Three Amigos came out during that time. Yeah. See, look at that. I got fans. You do. I'm leaving. I'm, drop the mic. I would drop the microphone and walk away, but they're on stands. And they're expensive and not ours. So, so let's yeah. not do that. Wait, can we drop the mic? No, we're not allowed to. Drop he says the mic. no. no okay. All right. I don't know. But yeah, those so those are like my honorable mentions to to let you know the caliber that I'm working with for this top five. Yeah, I dig it. Did you have any? Um, no, I decided co-host. To stick, I decided to stick with the five that I was asked to make mm. instead of showboating like you. 
AKA, I'm lazier and don't like to do as much work. I barely came up with this list. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I can list other movies. Here we go. The Little Mermaid. Alien. Terminator. <laughs> Gone with the Wind. Alien. That's not in the 80s. Uh, it may I have been watched in, in the, the 80s. 80s. <laughs> so that was totally in I the 80s. I so much. See, you can't disprove my logic because it's illogical. For everybody who is listening to this show, because it's a very audio medium, I just leaned away from the microphone and did jazz fingers magical. I'm, I'm just, yep. I can't don't, even don't think about it too I hard. I can't even respond to that. You'll short circuit yourself, Terminator. Short circuit. Oh. Thank you, man. Yeah, high five. What's that? Oh, the movie. Yeah. With, with the fake Indian with guy. The crazy, no, that's the second one. The oh. second one has the crazy racist character. Johnny Five is alive. That's not racist. That's a robot. <laughs> right. Well, it's racist <laughs> against robots. Can you be racist against or like circuitist? Do you think they like to be perceived that way? As they just didn't like in iRobot. Robots that want to be alive? Robots they, can be alive. They didn't in Bicentennial Man. That was, oh, that's oh. sad on multiple levels. I didn't like that movie. I'll be completely <laughs> straightforward. Just, I, hey, audience, this is our show. Relax. It, it, it's okay. It's okay. It's not funny. So it's not going to make my 80s. It didn't come out in the 80s, nor is it funny, so it's not on this list. Wow. Dude, what did you say? E.T. sucks? No, I said J. sucks. Oh, oh, you know, I agree with that. J sucks a lot. Yeah. Uh, way hard. <laughs> Super so, hard. Speaking right, so of J sucking, should I get into you should my, start, my, you should start my off your sucky, sucky list. list? Okay. Well, my number five. Yep. One of my favorites, yep. obviously, because it's on my number five, but whatever. Yep, 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 Naked yep, yep. Gun, colon, Files from Police Squad. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And the audience That's goes right. wild. One reason I like Hold it. Hold on. You know what? We don't even have to do a show. Let's just list movie titles and just let people go nuts. <laughs> have That's... you guys seen Titanic? Woo! Oh, that Give it work. up for Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> woo, woo. Wow. What? <laughs> Whoa. All right. Let's get back to the list. Three people just left. One was the dead lady. So. No, no, no. She's still there. It, she just looked like the trash can, but she's oh, still gotcha. here. People are just throwing trash on her. <laughs> That's not nice. Everybody quit piling trash on the dead lady. Or keep going, whatever. But she doesn't care. She's dead. Don't you go dying on me. Too soon, everybody. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> For the obviously real dead person that we're talking about here at Third Coast. Everybody gets from. super upset. They're going to write in. They're going to be like, you guys shouldn't have these back. They bring in dead people who are freshly dead. <laughs> Dear Facebook, clickety-clackety-click. We hate coming to see live shows that feature actual dead people. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Dear Miss Myers. Stop. <laughs> but, All right, yeah. so number five. Yeah. Schindler's yeah. List? Yeah. <laughs> Naked Gun Files from Police Squad. Uh, Perfect. Great, because one, it has an exclamation point in the title. And a That's, colon. That is a big trend in the 80s with the exclamation points in the three amigos, which I mentioned, had two. One of them was upside down. Airplane had one. Yeah, they did. It did. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, speaking of Airplane, this was also one directed by one of the brothers, Zucker. Mm -hmm. This was the David of the Zucker brothers. Nice. Uh, fantastic film. Hilarious from start to finish. Uh, based on a sitcom that Leslie Nielsen also starred in. Fantastic. Uh, called Police Squad! Exclamation point. Woo um, it was a fantastic spoof movie 
Maybe one of the most notable things that O.J. Simpson has ever done. Hey, Jay. <laughs> I heard an audible guess. <laughs> and there goes the other three people. Tough crowd. It is yeah. a tough crowd. They're turning against me, all of them. Yeah. Hey. Just really too soon on O.J. Simpson's because you just watched the show. It's been, it's, that was Cuba Gooding Jr. That wasn't even real. Everybody relax. Yeah. Oh. Hey, if the glove doesn't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that uh, rhymes with eject to uh, make it a erect. movie reference. If you aren't erect, you must eject. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> but, the, I mean, the Naked Gun has a lot of erections in it. It does. There's a, there's a couple, uh, there's a couple uh, shadow erections in it. There are. It talks a lot about penises, which it is, a, you know, a big, big fan of mine. Yep. Um, speaking of erections, Weird Al Yankovic makes a cameo yeah. in it, so there's He's that. A big we've got dick. that going for us. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but I mean, come on, some of the line reads are the be- like all the sight gags. Nice beaver, right? Right, everybody, right? Yeah. Am I? Am I right? Yeah. And what's with airplane food? <laughs> speaking of naked guns. <laughs> Where were you going with that one? I have no idea. <laughs> that was it. That joke stopped. Yeah. The end. It just, just stops. Just like a bullet fired from a gun. A naked gun. That turned it back around. Yeah. Turned it back around. But yeah, that's my number five. I naked like it. gun. I watched that a ton growing up. Me and my dad watched it. It's one that I think you either love it or hate it because it's so zany. Yeah. Uh, you have to really like spoof movies, and yep. you have to know the types of shows that they're spoofing, mm-hmm. and you have to be okay with O.J. Simpson jokes. Audience. Oh, man. They're not on the O.J. Simpson train. I want to... You know what? I say we just scrap the podcast, and we just fight. <laughs> like, fight <by> the audience? <laughs> yeah. Let's just, like, go bare-knuckle brawling with the audience members. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> That'd be memorable. Third Coast would go down in, in history. They'd be like, did you guys hear? They just stopped doing a show and just started to physically be cost to the audience. Third Coast audience, come out to play. I'm clinking uh, bottles together like in my hands. Little, I was imagining you're one of those little stuffed monkeys that has no. like the automatic it's symbols. It's either that, that or I'm tweaking <laughs> huge nipples. <laughs> All right, so yeah, number five. That was pretty solid. I like it. I like it. Everybody else liked it. Uh, Speaking of a movie with an exclamation point in the title, Uh my number four is Airplane. Oh! Yes! Yes! Yeah, I'm completely serious. And don't call me Shirley. Roger. 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 I can make a... A hat. I can a, make a fun brooch. little. I can make a pterodactyl. Of, fun little piece of trivia. Not only do you go to a show, but you learn something. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was offered thirty thousand dollars for that movie, and he asked for thirty-five because he wanted to buy a Persian rug. <laughs> the more you know. But yeah, the, also done by the brothers Zucker, which I'm a huge fan of theirs. They sort of owned, in my opinion, sort of '80s satire and spoof comedy. They're like the Wachowskis of comedy, because one of them is a woman. <laughs> Both of them are women. Keep up with your news. Oh, Both of them are ladies now. No. And they made, yes, yes, Wait. right? Both of Audience? them are ladies. Yeah. yeah. They have both transitioned yes. now? Yes. Amazing. So they're, they're just the Wachowski siblings at this point. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, power to them. No, no, like, not for Jupiter ascending, though. Yeah. Gross. Screw them for that. <laughs> yeah. Suck it. 
Wachowski. <laughs> I like pausing and giving you nothing to work off of just to see how you'll react. It usually ends up like this. Wachowski's. Wachowski's. That's how we end it. Great. Awesome. The end, I guess. Pancakes? Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. Thank you. I was hoping you would end that in that line. But yes, that's one of one of my favorite movies just ever. I can watch it whenever. My wife hates it, by the way. Every time I suggest it, she's like, no. We're just n- like straight up, not even like, oh, I can watch it. This what uh, what oh. What? What? I don't know. I miss that. Someone's mad at me. Nobody can nobody can hear anybody that's not on the microphone, <laughs> so I guess that's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one, I loved it that the Zucker brothers couldn't get it picked up because no one understood it, so they just started pitching it as Animal House on a Plane. <laughs> that is a totally true statement. I want to totally be in that boardroom meeting when they're like, all right, guys, I got this idea. It's like Animal House, but with none of the cast <laughs> and on an airplane and not at all about a college. And, and not- actually, on second thought, it's nothing like Animal House. <laughs> And it has Leslie Nielsen. Give us $80 million. Yeah. Now, speaking of Leslie Nielsen, they, they purposely cast all, like, quote-unquote, no-nonsense actors because they wanted the straight lace to get across. Before Airplane, Leslie Nielsen had never done a comedy before. Well, and to be honest, when I think drama, I think Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes, definitely. Well, I mean, Game of Death. Yes. He beat the shit out of uh, uh, Bruce Lee. Actually, he did. He lost pretty bad to Bruce Lee. Yeah, he lost bad. Mainly, he was just a threat because he was super tall, which is true of basketball as well. And also true of things in life. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Anytime I come up against someone who's just really tall, I know it's a losing battle. But nowadays, you think of like parody movies, and you'll have you know, uh, not another teen movie, and all those scary movies. But really, Airplane sort of solidified what a parody spoof movie could do. I know Mel Brooks had done genre parodies before, but these that movie spoofs specific movies like Zero Hour and Airplane 50 or Airport 1975 or whatever it's called. Numbers. Yeah, no, Airport Numbers. Um, but one of the things that I love about the movie is a lot of it is ad-libbed. Uh-huh. Uh, there, if you, anyone who's a fan of the movie Airplane, the character Johnny is the effeminate guy who works in the office, ad-libbed every single one of his lines. The, I thought, Looks like a big Tylenol, or I can make a hat. It's like, what can you make out of this? It's like, I can make a hat, I can make a this. He ad-libbed every single one of his lines in the whole film. And who here at this improv club loves ad-libbing? Yes! Can we give it up for ad-libbing? Yes, it's getting more drastic. And Leon's getting larger. You get an ad lib, and you get an ad lib, and you in the back, not the dead woman, the other one next to her, get an ad lib. So yeah, We're like the Oprah of ad libs. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows she ad libs all of her shows. Exactly. It's yeah. 100% improv. Gross. I don't know why is that's it? gross. I don't know either. Someone listening to him was like, that is gross. I thought you were just, like, huh? I just thought you were improving. <laughs> I, I am, but I'm you were, very You were yes ending with that. I'm yes ending myself. Gross. I don't know how to come back from that. Gross. Yes. And gross. <laughs> I thought I saw someone's hand raised, but they weren't. It's just like a mirage. <laughs> I you think it's just, just <laughs> someone standing up and leaving. You were just imagining. <laughs> yeah. There's one interaction. So fans of Airplane out there, yay, you know, hooray. Yeah, awesome. See, that? you're my favorite. You're People shouting. We can all universally shout at things together. Exciting. But we have microphones. It's a shared experience. So, yeah, that's number four, Airplane. Cool. Two with exclamation points in them so far. I like it. The rest of them won't, though. Oh, well. So number three, you ready for this? Nope. Oh, I didn't think so. <laughs> You better get ready for this. 
You nope. better pull up your pants and get ready for I'm this. I'm taking off my pants and getting ready for this. <laughs> you already have. Yeah. So number three, this is Spinal Tap. Oh! Yes! Yeah. yes. One of the best comedies ever. The audience just turned up to 11. Heck <laughs> yeah, they did. That's a movie reference. High <laughs> I five. I know, high five. Hey. Yeah. Uh, introduced us to Billy Crystal. Yep. One of his first starring roles, which is fantastic. It is true. Uh, I don't know that I would say starring roles, but yeah, I would say maybe his, like, extended cameo film roles. film extended roles. It also had Fran Drescher. It did. Oh, it did. No, um, it totally did. You're welcome. See? Thank you, audience members. Plural. Oh, yeah. Because most of It was like when Harry met Sally, me. but way more annoying. Uh, one person got it. That take, yeah. That took now a minute. you're my favorite. That took a minute to sink in. I know. I know. That's what, that's what we're going for. This is Spinal Tap. Okay, so Go just, to recap, just to recap, in case you can't hear that since we are on the microphones and the audience is not, the question was, Billy Crystal and Fran Drescher in Spinal Tap? Oh, yeah. They, they definitely were. Go rewatch it. One, because you'll enjoy the movie. Yep. And uh, two, because it's the only movie on IMDb rated out of 11 stars. That's fantastic. Yeah. Because that one goes up to 11. Aren't you glad I'm giving you these random facts? Yeah. They're totally true. That's what he's here for. Mind blown. And just so the uh, visual or the non-visual audience at home knows what Jay just did, he made an explosion motion next to his head. And explosion motion? Yeah. That's the name of my alt-rock acoustic band. <laughs> explosion motion? Yeah. Explosion nice. motion. I'll have to check them out. Maybe we can yeah. get this huge audience to go to the show. <laughs> We're opening up for uh, Eagle Eye Cherry next week. <laughs> oh, man, I love him. Don't, them? Don't you? Is it a he or a them? I think it's all of them. All right. Just right. all, just Eagle Eye and Cherry? Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Check. They're a law firm. Perfect. Eagle Eye and Cherry. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yes, I got your break. You got me on that one. Yes. Hilarious. I love it. I love it. I love it. it, too. Much like I love your five through three. Yeah. Uh, they're opening up for Eve 6 before that. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> that sounds like a concert made out of one song. Well, Wallflowers are going to be the headliners. <laughs> exactly. One headlight song. Oh! oh! Someone groaned. Puns are fun, guys. <laughs> Rhymes are fun. <laughs> All right, so. So that's my, that's my five, four, three. So we've got five, yep. the naked gun, files from police squad, or from the files of police squad. Uh-huh. Uh, number four, airplane. Yep. And number three, spinal tap. I like it. Beat that. Mic drop. I will. Here we go. Except he didn't drop the mic. Drop the mic? <laughs> what? <laughs> Drake? Words? <laughs> Drake the mic. You can make words. I can't make words. All right, so here we go. You ready for my number five, four, and three? I am. All right, number five. Here we go. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nice. Not included on your list. There's honorable mention. Absolutely. That doesn't count. Honorable mention is like first loser. No, these are all first loser after second place. Honorable mentions are one I wanted to talk about because they're worth talking about. Yeah, but who's on first? (laughs) That's from like the 50s. (laughs) Oh, too soon, audience? <laughs> it's from Who's the on first? O.J. Simpson. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do it, Dylan. That's funny. That's ridiculous. All right, so number five, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So first off, John Hughes pretty much owned the 80s. Oh, I think for we teen can, comedies, for I sure. I think we can all like agree that when you think 80s, you think John Hughes, 
and ski lodges. <laughs> and boobies. And boobies. Uh, so basically, uh, I'm going to say that this movie meant so much to me because I have personally tried to mirror my life after Ferris Bueller. You just skip school and go to Chicago? Yep. I usually am followed around by a soundtrack of like, bow, bow. Yeah, exactly. Bow, bow. I'm surprised that it's not actually picking up in the microphone because I can actually hear it right now. Everybody else can hear it too, right? Oh, that's yeah. weird because I thought it was a hallucination that was just belonged to me, but apparently not. Yeah. I'm just going to keep doing that. So I did that, and uh, I was constantly trying to get my friend Cameron to come hang out with me and steal his but dad's car. But his dad car. was an asshole. Yeah. Oh. And it was exactly like that one time I pretended to be the Sausage King of Chicago. Right. <laughs> crazy. Totally pulled it off. And then that one time I danced in the parade and did the mashed potato. You remember yeah. that? It's crazy. Okay, one thing about Ferris Bueller's Day Off totally ruined all parades for me. <laughs> because you, I, I can't go to a parade now without, without wanting to get on a float and sing, like, shout. <laughs> you know you make me want to get off of my float right now. <laughs> you do not belong up here. I'm like, but I'm wearing a leopard vest. That's amazing. I'm the sausage king. Note to self, do not go to parades with Jay if you do not want to get thrown out unceremoniously. You know you make me want to arrest it. <laughs> exactly. Go to jail. Hey, put your hands down and behind your back. Damn it. But, no, seriously, this movie, for me, I mean, it was one of those, like, it captivated my imagination as a kid. As I was watching it, and I was like, here is this kid? I'm going to say that was a question mark, because I'm pretty sure he's still... With Matthew Broderick was yeah. 50 when he was going to film that movie? Because Matthew Broderick is a vampire. He is an undead, <laughs> and he just consistently looks the same, no he's matter what he is. He's married to a vampire. <laughs> oh, snap, <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw. Oh, I was going to say, that's not her name, but it was a name in that terrible Sex show. Sex the was City. In. Yeah, I know. Oh, um, did you hear that? Jay said Sex and the City was terrible audience. Yeah! Yay! I'm back to my, my favorite. Shut up, dead lady in the back. <laughs> She's the writer of Sex and the City. <laughs> That's what happened yeah. afterwards. That's why it's just all just scribbles and nonsense. My but husband's been watching Sex and the City with me for the past two days. That's amazing. Did you hear that? The lady's yeah. husband has been watching <laughs> Sex and the City with her for the past couple of days. What a rich Thanks for sharing, lady. This is a show that you came to watch. <laughs> Thank you, stranger. <laughs> so, uh, but seriously, this movie is really good. <laughs> and that's it. It's going downhill fast. I have no amazing facts. Uh, so <laughs> let's just go ahead and move directly into number four. <laughs> yes. So my number four is, ready for it? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Wild Stallion. Thank you. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. That We've was talked about that movie in reference on this podcast that, quite a bit. That also inspired my growing up because there was that one time that random stranger told me to get into the phone booth and that it'd take me back to the Middle Ages and then I'd meet the princesses and then I could come back and totally pass my history test. And he sort of looked like George Carlin but wasn't. Yeah, but then I like blacked out for like three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then did you pass your history final after that? That, or no, you just woke up in a hospital. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That wasn't a joke. I was just relaying a piece of my personal history to you guys. <laughs> Thanks for judging me, audience. Lady in the back, don't get up. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> don't don't get up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was good. That was good. Uh, Thank you. So yeah, this movie for one, uh, it was. 
uh, other than other than John Wick, the best movie Keanu Reeves has ever been in. <laughs> Matrix is pretty good. Oh, ouch. No, no Matrix. No Wachowski siblings fans. Hey, audience, let me remind you, I'm not Jay. No need to boo me. <laughs> <laughs> They're turning on us. I <laughs> know. Point break. Thank you. Point break. <laughs> That's an Oscar winner. Yeah. With old... old. Yeah. Yeah. Name some other great Keanu Reeves movies. Anyone. Someone in the back. Hey, Keanu. Oh, no, that was a cat. <laughs> That was a great movie, though. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's funny. Those guys are those guys are funny. They are funny. But you know what else was funny? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice, nice back around. I, I like that. It. I brought it all the way around. So basically, the gist of this movie for everybody who doesn't know is about two SoCal surfer type dudes who go on a wacky time traveling adventure with George Carlin, which sounds amazing, <laughs> and uh, end up bringing Socrates, because that's how yeah. you pronounce that. Uh, and Billy the Kid. Abraham Lincoln. Napoleon. Abraham Lincoln's there. Uh, beef, Some ladies with boobies. Beef oven. <laughs> beef oven. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was one of those, like, it captured my imagination, but it was hilarious. And it's one of those that has definitely grown with me. I know we've talked in the past about how uh, comedy movies, they really work best when they, A, can uh, kind of enrapture your childlike mind, which mine still is, and then also... And they can erect along with you? <laughs> exactly. As you're with your life? Exactly. Just like that not-quite-George-Carlin that I met. <laughs> you're right. Um, well, okay, one thing about that movie, I love that film, mm -hmm. but let's all be honest, they fucking failed that, mid they, they failed that test at the end. There's no way just like a musical number is passing their history final. No way. Says you. No way. If some, if I was teaching a history class, some kid came in, even if it was with like impersonators and staged a huge musical in the school auditorium. Yeah, one hundred percent. They're passing that class. It's like and also, I'm pretty sure I'm partying with them afterwards. Well, you party with them for sure. I mean, they're the wild stallions. They're right. going to save the world. But like at the end, it's like, and your paper is where? You'd be like. It's right here, motherfucker. Check out this rockin' soundstage! Woo! And then <laughs> you're like, totally all right. That's how high schools work. Yeah. <laughs> that is how they work. <laughs> what kind of high school did you go to? Not one of those. Oh. Like a real one? I went to rock and roll high school. <laughs> you want That's John? another good movie musical, everybody. Check it out. You want John Lovitz taught it? Taught it? <laughs> yeah, that was exactly... No, that was super high school? What is that? No, it's high school high. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, stoned high school. Welcome to our movie podcast. All right, guys. This is the show where one of us knows movies and the other one doesn't at all. <laughs> oh, they're, they're coming. Hey, 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 hey. Pipe down, audience. We got this covered. We've done this a time or two. We know what we're doing. So no, we don't. No, we're 100% flying by the seat of our pants. So my number three. Here we go. And then we'll get to the commercials that the audience is just clamoring for. So my number three is Coming to America. Nice. Yeah. 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 Yes. We mentioned Eddie Diplomatic Murphy immunity. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys can't say anything negative about it because I have diplomatic immunity. Yeah. Boom. Arsenio that, Hall, great in it. Yep. Eddie Murphy, fantastic. Yep. Zamunda, it's a real place and it taught me all about it. Right, right. So tell us why, why, why is it your number three? Uh, mainly because there was a line in there that has always been one of my favorite like lines. One for, line? Just one line in awesome. particular. And it is, the royal penis is clean, your highness. <laughs> I pay people to tell me that every morning. 
I don't have to pay him, yeah. so that's fine. Oh, man. Sucks for you. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, I love a, a, I loved, past tense, Eddie Murphy <laughs> as a comedic actor. Nice save. He was pretty, pretty solid um, back in the day. This was kind of like, um, you know, trading places era. Right. Um, but this Which movie, is a movie that could be on this list. It could be on this list. Not on mine. It's not on mine either. So spoiler alert, it's not on our list at all. But we didn't mention it, so there nope. you go. But Coming to America is one of those where it still cracks me up. Their McDonald's spoof. Oh, like yeah. Their, their fake restaurant. It's fantastic. And, uh, I mean, the whole, the whole setup. I mean, it's one of those. It's just like a classic kind of wacky comedy, fish out of water scenarios. But it totally works. It is, is worthy to be on this list. I don't have any cool facts like Jay normally does, so. It's okay. Suck it. <laughs> uh, so that's it, man. That's my five through three. We'll recap them. I've got number five, right. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Number four, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Good call. And number three, Coming to America. We haven't shared a single one so far. I like it. <laughs> you like it that we yeah. haven't shared anything? Yeah. Good. I like it that your list is also not like my list. We get to talk about more films that way. We do get to talk about more films that way, but instead, you know what we should talk about right now? Our, our favorite sponsors? Not our favorite sponsors. Well, our second, our favorite. second favorite sponsors. Our second favorite sponsors. So yeah. we're going to hear from them right now. We're going to hear from them right now. Come on down to the fight store. We'll punch you in the face. You want to get part of the fights? Yes, you do. And you know what it costs? A buck oh five. Come on down. We're off Highway 69. You know you want to fight. You want to fight? Come on down to the fight store. Let's go. Bro, do you even fight? Hey, do you have an unclaimed high school gym locker? You can come on down to the unclaimed high school gym locker store. Are you looking for old towels? How about sweaty tube socks? Maybe a jock strap or a chemistry textbook. It's like that suitcase store at the airports, but for high school shit. Yeah, and stuff you don't care about. You know, crusty shoes. And it only costs $500. You want Terry Bismarck's used porno stash? Would you like a mirror that just says how emo you are? Do you want a broken blocker shelf that's got stickers from Backstreet Boys on it? Do you have a picture of Britney Spears before the head shaving? Do you have a hairbrush full of unused hair? Do you have a mechanical pencil that you don't know where it came from? Do you have notes to a test that you're not even in class for? Do you have a cat skeleton? Then come on down to Unclaimed High School Gym Locker Store. You'll find treasures that you never wanted. Oh goodness! It's Gizzle Wizzle's Horse Radish Fizzies! Gizzle Wizzle's Horse Radish Fizzies! Gizzle Wizzle's Horse Radish Fizzies! They're delicious and also super spicy! Gizzle Wizzle Horse Radish Fizzles! You know you want it in your mouth! Gizzle Wizzle Horse Rattle Fizzies! You're gonna eat it until you puke! Gizzle Wizzy's Horse Radish Fuzzles! <laughs> That's not even the name! Guzzle Wieners Horse Radish Fuzzles! We've eaten so many we forgot who we are! I can't taste my tongue! Everything is burning! Guzzle Wizzles Horse Radish Fizzies! Come and get some or not! Fizzies! And we're back and from we're our back. commercial break. Man. From, uh, yeah, from second favorite sponsors that are totally not us. I have a feeling everyone in the audience is going to purchase from one of those fine vendors. That yes, just they totally from. should. That are available nowhere in this fine establishment. They're on the internet. Google all of it. 
Yeah, please do. Yeah, go for it. So uh, now that we're back, we have the rest of our list, which is two and one, the best of the list, if you would say, or as Vin Diesel would say, the, the winner and the first loser. <laughs> that is what he would say. Yeah. Or we are Groot. <laughs> That's actually what he would say. That's or it. I hate the rock. I am Groot. <laughs> yeah. I hate the rock. Yeah. Don't play into that Hollywood charade. I'm trying to get on the news. Are you? That's like everything. I think we're going to make the news anyway because it's so successful of a show that we have. And when there's a dead person, (laughs) there is a dead person. I'm banking on the dead person. That's really why you brought it in here. You're like, we just need to be super sure (laughs) that we'll make a headline somewhere. (laughs) Third coast where you can bring dead people. (laughs) (laughs) New new tagline for you guys. You're welcome. Awesome. You're welcome. Um, okay, so two and one, right? Yep, let's do it. All right, so you've, you've heard my five, four, and three, which yep. were amazing, better they than were, yours. They were pretty solid. And uh, number two is a movie I watch every single year, so that's why it's up way high on my list. <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, yes, right. Wait. Yeah, give it up for National Lampoon's when Christmas you, When you started, uh, that's not where I actually thought you were going. There were about 20 places I could have ended with that, like Dorm Days, Van Wilder, School Vacation, that one, American Pie 8, Animal House, <laughs> on a plane, <laughs> on a plane, yeah, so I don't think, you no, know, none of those, and honestly, I could have really included any of the vacation movies, except for like some of the later ones, and the horrific reboot, I love Ed Helms, but Jesus Christ, um, but yeah, he is not, what? Jesus oh, no, he's not no, Jesus he's not. Christ. Don't worship at Helms. Like, watch his movies. I mean, you can if you want to. Everybody's free to do whatever I, they want. But, I wouldn't, I but mean, you could. But is it really going to hurt anything? The Church of Ed? Yeah. Yeah. Big Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what he calls all his followers, Big Tunas. Yeah, that's okay. Welcome well, to church, Big Tunas. <laughs> Today's <laughs> lesson is in non-hilarity. That's it. That's all I got. Okay, yeah, yay! Woo! Nicely done. Now nicely done. Your list. No, okay, so National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We have uh, Cousin Eddie here up on stage with us because the shitter is full. Right next to B. Arthur, who's right, yeah, also here yeah. with us. Love you, B. Love you, B. Uh, but yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is one that I, I love. Chevy Chase is masterclass level good in it, and he's so funny. I love the animated opening. Yep. Which is a fantastic little cartoon. It is fantastic. Which is what animated means. What? Yeah. You Wait, heard no, it. Shock sh- of gas. I'm not done. Hold Go on. Go out. What? Keep, no, keep no that's it. That's all Oh, that's, that's the whole thing? That was the whole bit. That was disappointing. I'm sorry. Okay. Welcome to my life. <laughs> but yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, I think it has some of the best last per capita, if you will, yeah. during a film. Uh, the characterization is fantastic. It has uh, John, Johnny Galecki before Big Bang Theory, back when he was like really funny. It has a turkey doing that like gross split open thing where it, it's like It does, which as a kid I never understood like what that meant, like why it was so dry and everyone was like chewing on it, whatever. Yeah. Very funny. Um, it's got Ray Romano's mom from Everybody Loves Raymond mm. as one of the, the in-laws. True that. Uh, Randy Quaid before he went completely batshit crazy. Uh, back when he was like actually funny and before he saved the world from aliens by shoving himself up an ass. Right. Yeah. We talked about him before. You remember? You remember when we were playing that game, uh, Real Headline, or no, B-Movie or Florida Headline? Yeah. yeah. And we talked, about that, game. we talked about that one, uh, that one guy who was a, like a Klans member, 
Remember this? And like lit a cross on fire, but then it was also running for like governor of the city or something that like that. That one turned out to be real. And we said it was Randy Quaid. <laughs> that was also, uh, that was the, the time after we played the game movie villain quote or Donald, Donald Trump, Trump quote, quote. Yeah. which was also a great game. Yeah, uh, we all of those much to harder you than you would think. Right here at Third Coast Comedy, so keep on coming out, giant audience. Yay! Oh, hey. oh! There is a promise of boobs. Just like the '80s, we <laughs> love boobs. We didn't bring a single bead. I'm so anal sorry. or otherwise. <laughs> They're happy uh, we didn't bring them because we were like forcibly, God. forcibly used them. Thank Ed Helms. <laughs> but yes, every single year there is a, a plethora of movies that we watch around the Christmas season. Uh, uh, Christmas Story is one of them, but Christmas Vacation is one that I cannot go the Christmas season yeah. without watching. So it is super high on my list. Yeah. That's hilarious. But it is a Christmas movie. I agree that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, yeah. and we watch it almost every year. People like ask us, people hate having us come to their Christmas parties. They're like, bring a Christmas movie, and we bring Die Hard, and everyone gets mad, but we end up fist fighting them. Just like, just like we're going to do this audience. Yeah, so I take off my shoes, which no one wants. I get all Gross. bloody, which nobody wants. Right. And then I beat the crap out of some Germans. Which, which everybody which wants. Which everybody wants. Yeah. But speaking of beating the crap out of Germans, yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation <laughs> is Let's go hand is in a hand. segue. That's a segue AKA if I've ever heard one. Schindler's List. Yeah. Dose. Because shitter's full. Yeah. That's all I have to say. That's how it rolls. Oh man. Okay, I like so that's, that movie. that's my number two. That's super solid. And my like number one. Yep. Can can the audience give me a drum roll? Give me something? a drum roll, audience. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, somebody, that petered out. Somebody please. really <laughs> fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> you really shit the bed, audience. Jeez. Oh, okay, so my number one. Yep. What I think is the greatest comedy of the whole 1980s. Yep. Caddyshack. Can that we hear right. it for Caddyshack? There's a couple groans, there's a lot of clapping, and there's a dead person. But all in all, I would say the consensus is that I'm, I win. Um, but Caddyshack <laughs> is a brilliant mix of script and ad-libbing. Yep. Uh, Bill Murray ad-libbed a lot of his Cinderella story completely ad-libbed. Yep. They just told him, we want you to do something funny, and he said, get me a row of mums. And that's, that's the whole that's And that's the whole what we did. Story. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so we've got that going for us. Uh, Quote from the movie. Uh, Bill Murray and Chevy Chase, yep. if everyone didn't know, had a long-standing feud. They hated each other from their SNL days. So there's only one scene where they're in, they're in the movie together. So watch it again and look for that. But that, that scene was required by the studio because they were two of the biggest names. Yeah. And so they sat down the first time they'd been in a room together for a long time, wrote that scene with Harold Ramis, filmed it, and then never talked to each other again. And if there's one thing you can trust, it's a factoid from old Uncle Q or J. Right. Because those are 100% God's honest truth. Right. Ed Helms' honest truth. And we talk about Harold Ramis a lot on this podcast. We've we mentioned um, you know, his other movies like Ghostbusters. We've mentioned uh, Groundhog's Day. We this have. was his very first one. That is also which true. Is that is also true. an amazing feat. Uh, one of Rodney Dangerfield's first Films. Yep. Uh, people didn't really know how to deal with him on set because he had never been on a production before. Truth. And um, Pink Floyd was originally supposed to do the soundtrack. What? But what? they missed their deadline. And so that's why Kenny Loggins has that fantastic Boo on gopher them. song. 
You're yeah. welcome, Kenny Loggins. Yeah. They also, uh, fun fact for the audience, wanted to use a real gopher, but they couldn't train it right, so they just made the animatronic one that, that dances a lot. I'll tell you what, we were going to have a gopher for our live show here. They are a bitch to train. Yeah, man. They are, they're so needy. The, Their riders offish. are ridiculous. Crazy Only brown M&Ms long. and rabbit poop. It's just terrible. It's absolutely ridiculous. And like diet Sprite. Yeah, gross. Weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, all of Bill Murray's scenes. What are they, my grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke for nobody but me. <laughs> I was being selfish with that joke. But as, as much as he's in it, Bill Murray filmed the entire scene. He was in all of his scenes in six days, uh-huh. which I think is incredibly impressive. That is incredibly impressive. But Caddyshack is one that is, <laughs> is eminently quotable. It's eminently memorable. Um, the poop in the pool was was right. a chocolate bar. I have to say, you you giving that awesome factoid about Bill Murray filming all of his scenes in six days, and we're all like, oh, that's incredibly impressive. I have a feeling that's kind of how Bill Murray rolls. I have a feeling that he probably showed up on set and they did a take, and they were like, all right, let's do it again. And he's like, no, nope, that was it. <laughs> Pass. He's like, that's the winner right there, moving on to the next scene. So everybody's like, oh, man, he got done in six days. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, because he just <laughs> did That was it. Like, that's just how he rolls. I love Bill Murray, though. So that's, do, that's why I also love Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill Murray. We're actually going to do a live episode from Third Coast Comedy of the top five Bill Murray movies. Oh! Yeah. And... Everyone that comes is going to be required to dress up as a Bill Murray character. Oh! Costume party! Yeah, we're going to dress up as well, so that'll be fun. So we hope just as many people show up then as they did tonight. Maybe even more. Is that possible? They'd have to sit in the rafters. Who's dressing the dead lady? I am. Great. What? <laughs> So, yeah. so that was it. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so my five, I'll go back through them. Uh, Naked Gun from yep. the Files of Police Squad, exclamation point. I love it. Airplane, exclamation point. I love it. This is Spinal Tap, mm-hmm. no exclamation point. <laughs> Lame. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and Caddyshack, number one. Love it. All right. I so think it's pretty solid. Let's hear your two. Not as solid as my top two, but... I don't know how they can compete. Solid nonetheless. So my number two is... This is Spinal Tap. It's one higher. It's one louder. (laughs) It is one louder than your list. It's almost, we didn't plan that, but that would have been great. No, that would have been great. I'm going to be honest. It's an 11. This movie for for me was life altering. Oh man, when they're going through the, the, the tunnels to find the stage and they can't. And you know how true it is? It is so true because the same struggle that they had in that movie with trying to fit the large meat on tiny bread we had in the green room back here right before we came out on stage. We're constantly trying to fold the meat, but when you fold the meat, then you also have to fold the bread. But if you fold the bread, then the bread breaks. Unacceptable. And that's absolutely unacceptable. Unacceptable. That movie has some of my favorite line reads, though. The, obviously, the goes up to 11 is one louder. It's yeah. fantastic. I think the he was the patron saint of quality footwear oh, might yeah. be one of my favorite yeah. lines in any movie. I like when they're asking uh, Nigel St. Hubbins what he would do if he weren't a rock star, and he said, I think I might be a haberdasher. <laughs> As, uh, um, the, what's it? He talks about writing a sonnet in D minor and he yeah. goes it's the saddest of all the keys I find it people is. weep instantly when they hear it I don't know why it's just so and I good. will say one of my favorite all time lines and I hope to have the exact same mess up on our show one day 
is when they're asking after a concert where they were playing a song, Stonehenge, they ask what they think the problem might have been, and the response is, I think the problem might have been that there was a Stonehenge on stage <laughs> that was in danger of being trampled by dwarves. <laughs> that is single-handedly one of the best lines in movie history That ever. was a great accent, by the way. Thanks. I, 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 yeah, right, right? Yeah, give him a round of applause for that. Thank that you. Awesome. I'm actually British. I don't know if anybody <laughs> knows that, but I'm Christian bailing the shit out of this right now. When we go to commercial breaks, you, like, fade into your British accent, yeah. and it's amazing. Yeah, it is. And we're getting our noses powdered. We are. And you know what? I shot this entire episode in six days. <laughs> <laughs> just like Bill Murray. I'm just like Bill Murray. But yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Bill Murray. So, uh, but it also has two, so many, it's one of those movies that you can watch over and over and over again because I keep catching like little jokes that I didn't notice the first time around. Like there's another scene where they're interviewing, once again, Nigel St. Hubbins and they're talking and he's wearing a green, like a glow in the dark skeleton shirt. Right. And they have a joke that the first time I watched the movie, 100% went over my head. And then I watched it again, and they're asking about his shirt. And he says, he says this is actually an anatomical recreation of my skeleton. This is exactly what my skeleton looks like. And they said, it's, but it's green. And he said, yeah, I fell down a lot. <laughs> and the first time that joke played, I was like, what? And then I was like... Grass stain. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. He grass stained his skeleton. Hilarious. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It is. So it's one of those that it just it's the gift that keeps on giving. And obviously, with that, uh, Rob Reiner was supposed to be one of the four band members, but Harry Shearer wouldn't let him because he didn't look good in spandex. That's amazing. And also, which is totally true of Rob Reiner, by the way. That is a fact. He looks terrible in spandex. If anybody has seen him, Google it. And I love they all play their own instruments. That's one of the most yeah. impressive things they to me. They put out two albums. I know. They put out an album for that, and then they put, put out a follow-up album like Aren't four years like later. Aren't there 36 members eventually in that band? Yeah, because their drummer keeps dying. Yeah. One of them uh, spontaneously combusted. <laughs> one of them died in a horrific gardening accident. It's better not to ask, the exactly. police said. And then one of them choked on someone else's vomit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, figure oh, that one that. out, audience. Think about movie. it. That's what happened to the lady in the back. <laughs> it is. That is. Don't ask. It's better not to know. <laughs> better not to ask. So, yeah, so that's my number two. This is Spinal Tap. I loved it. What's your number one? My number one, man, it didn't even make your list. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to really just kind of draw this out for a second because I'm bummed that it didn't make your list. But you talked about it. But I had a good list. Uh, but this should have been on <laughs> there. Ah! Number one is Ghostbusters. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Detroit. So let me set the stage for you, literally, because I'm on a stage. Yeah. Uh, as to why it's number one. Here's okay. the deal. Ghostbusters Harold Ramis again. was a... Was, a game changer as far as comedies go. So leading up to Ghostbusters, comedies were your stripes. They were your Caddyshacks. They were things that were... Hilarious. Absolutely yeah. hilarious, but very relatively low concept. So they were funny people being funny in normal situations that were heightened to the nth degree. Right. And Ghostbusters did something for the first time that was they made a blockbuster movie 
that was just as funny, if not in some cases funnier than those movies, on a pretty extensive budget for the time, the most expensive comedy ever made up to that point, and crushed it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's great. Absolutely crushed it. And it works on a couple levels. Scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I'm not going to lie. That movie, that movie was yeah. scary. The it little, was. They're like... They're, Zool, yes, thank you, audience. Zool was terrifying. And honestly, and I'll, I'll say that I do not disagree that this is on your list. One of the reasons that it didn't make mine was because it wasn't just straight-out comedy. But yeah, it was, it was sort of a mixture, which I'm not discounting it being on your list, as well, I normally do that's for good, whatever because reason. Because you can't. It's my list. It is hilarious. But I... It, since it also scared me, right. I didn't put it in because I laughed more in some of these others. Yeah, I understand that. But no, it's good. I, I love it. It was Great a movie. Yeah, it's number one. That's, yeah. how good it, <laughs> that's how good it was. I know it was good. You don't have to tell I'm me. I'm sad Caddyshack isn't on your list. Um, you know what? I'm not that big of a fan of Caddyshack. Whatever. Podcast over. Boo! <laughs> Let everybody boo it. We boo. quit. Oh, no. Everybody go home. I... Uh, woo! Aww. Thank you, stranger lady. <laughs> so I really love uh, Caddyshack, and I really love Harold Ramis, and I really love Bill Murray, as we've discussed. But, you know, for some reason, that movie has just never really been my cup of tea. I think it has very funny points, but overall, I think it's just a, a funny comedy. I wouldn't, yeah. It wasn't like life-altering or mind-blowing. I me. will agree that Ghostbusters sort of changed the way that people thought about comedies, that it could merge with other genres, genres and do it well. So it wasn't like a straight-up spoof movie, it wasn't a nope. straight-up satire, and it wasn't, like you said, a funny people in just a normal situation heightened. It really opened the door for, like, horror comedies. I, like, uh, man, I'm trying to... What's that? Zombieland. Yeah. Zombieland probably wouldn't, wouldn't exist, wouldn't without, exist without, without this movie. For sure. A lot of, I think, what I would consider dramedies probably wouldn't exist either yeah. because we talked about Ferris Bueller being considered a dramedy or an early one, but... Right people taking comedy concepts and comedy actors and putting them in otherworldly situations didn't really happen a lot outside of like Mel Brooks movies, which were considered satire at that time. Yeah, absolutely. So you have like agreed. Spaceballs and you have History of the World Part One and Young Frankenstein, which are all amazing. So sure. Only like one of those is in the one only one of those is in the eighties. I'm telling you, we could have just listed movies all night. <laughs> movies I like that that almost backfired on you. Everyone's like, what are we supposed to do? I, know, I really actually kind of shit a brick there for a second. I was like, oh, fuck. The audience is not on my you know, side. You I, I also, know, I also like that Mrs. Doubtfire film. Yes, audience. <laughs> Guess what? Jay's picks. <laughs> I love it when you say something and, or I say something and just dead silence. <laughs> no, that's, that's the best. That's when you know a joke really lands. You know what makes for good podcasts? <laughs> silence. silence. Yeah. That's amazing. Because it's sure. not really an audio medium. Oh, man. I love it when the air kicks in. <laughs> no. It's, it's like, so <laughs> It's like a light from heaven. It is. But also this movie taught me probably the most important lesson that I've ever learned in my entire life. And that is, audience, when someone asks oh, yeah. you if you're a god... You say yes. That is true. You say yes. I cannot tell you how many times I've used that in everyday life. All the time. Yeah, Subway. That one time I was approached by Ed Helms and he was like, hey, you a god? And I was <laughs> like, like yes. yes. And I was like, you a god? And he was like, no. Yes. Oh, oh. We went to different places there. Oh, yeah. I went to the church of Ed yeah. Helms. 
I'm, I'm an official big tuna. <laughs> You're a big tuna knight? I am a tuna knight. <laughs> that sounds like a real, like it would be a real thing. It is. Like there's Mennonites and then there's tuna knights. You guys, whoever's down to worship at the church of Ed Helms, can I get a yeah? Yeah. That was awful. That was really Nobody's bad. into it, Ed that Helms. Was really bad. You're not getting your own religion. I am sorry. So recount, so recount your list. All right, I will. So starting at my number five, because I'm going to work backwards, forwards. Here we go. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, don't think too hard on it. Just go with it. All right, is here we go. Upside number, down? <laughs> it's the upside down. Number five, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Bow, bow. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, number four, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, yeah. Number three, Coming to America. Number two, this is Spinal Tap. Good, good. And number one, Ghostbusters. Chica, chica. Bow, bow. All right, so audience, what did we forget? This is a top five list. What did we not say that should have been on the list? Heathers. Heathers. Heathers is very, very good. Christian, that is early good. Christian Slater. Love it. All right, what else we got? Wow, you guys. It looks like we just we capitalized we did. on the list. That was it. Our no list one, covered every good comedy out of the 80s. No one yelled stripes. Nope. Surprising. Nobody cared. Um, what did you say? Yeah. The Breakfast Club is a dramedy. It, I mentioned that in my honorable <clears throat> mentions because it is very funny. Weird yeah. Science. Weird science. That's a good Weird yes. science. <clears throat> also, that one, one, of my, also one of my favorites. I my husband that that needed to be on his list. Also, I don't know what you're talking about, weird lady. <laughs> Also, that that strange yeah. that movie. Tell your husband to stop almost stepping on my territory and doing movie <laughs> podcasts. Like Weird Science should have had boobs, but didn't. Like they missed a huge opportunity in that movie. Like because Robert Downey Jr. Yes, so many people forget that Robert Downey Jr. is in Weird Science. But what Robert Downey Jr. in uh, a Captain America Civil War when they do that flashback memory scene sort of looks like the Robert Downey Jr. from Weird Science. Weird science. This lady won't stop talking about her husband. <laughs> it's really weird. He's a handsome guy. Yeah. Oh, there's an amazing scene in Weird Science where Anthony Michael Hall jive talks to a bunch of guys in like a bluesy jazz club. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, right. do it. I'm gonna impression be, time. I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> bringing my wife to a show is like bringing a parent. <laughs> They're just like, let me tell you, my husband had the greatest ideas out of any of this stuff that you guys have talked about on did the show. Did you remember that word looked like I told you? Also, did you remember to pack your lunch? <laughs> did you, though? I didn't. I forgot. See, that's why she reminds you. <laughs> that is. That's why she's here. Speaking of jive talk, though, uh, Airplane also had a very fantastic does have an amazing... <laughs> with the old woman. <clears throat> That's true. That's true. This strange lady wow. is my daughter's <laughs> she, godmother. She just doesn't <laughs> stop. This stranger lady. But uh, the, the, the scene in Airplane with the jive talk, yeah. none of the writers, because they were all just like yuppie white people, could write that scene. So That's they true. paid people to come in, and those actors ad-libbed it because none, no one felt comfortable writing that Amazing. scene. Amazing. Yeah. And it's awesome. now one of the best jive talking scenes in history. It really, really is. I mean, when I'm trying Surely to... Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> I am serious. <laughs> and don't call hey, me Shirley! All right, so that's it. That's our lists. So you know what time it is. It's second favorite sponsor time, but 
This is the live show, so we are actually going to get second favorite sponsors from the audience. So this is the time that you get to pelt us with paper balls. So right... Oh, that was, oh, that was terrible. Boo! Weeks. Boo so to you. Down, write down your fake... Write down your totally real non-fake companies and then throw them up to us because got, we're about to listen to some you've second got some favorite time. Here sponsors. Oh, here we go. They're, they're starting to arrive. That one hit me directly in the eyeball. Lady in the back. Woo! That was a good was throw. A good She's one. got a good And I arm. almost caught it, but I didn't because I'm athletically non-inclined. Challenged? Yeah. Which is why I have a podcast and I'm not an athlete. Fair enough. We've got bodies for radio. <laughs> you, got, you got it there, champ? <laughs> no. I almost fell out of my seat. Okay. So. All right. Here we go. Our first second favorite sponsor. Oh, it's blank. I'm looking at the back. <laughs> this paper was made backwards. Did that say bank? <laughs> Comrade, the communist bank. Comrade, Comrade, the communist bank. I've heard of them. I they're have. actually, they're, they're they're actually a super fantastic. Solid bank, so here we go. So uh, if we play their commercial, it would sound something like this. Come on down to come. Uh, that's not a Russian accent. <laughs> I suck at Russian Come down to comrades, <laughs> the communist bank. We're taking your money. You don't get to your money. <laughs> I'm just going to respond with nine. <laughs> nine. nine. How you many? come to the bank, you give us the money, and we take your money. How many savings accounts do you want? <laughs> nine. <laughs> nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Now you're just the count from uh, Sesame Street. One, two. Ah, 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 ah. Comrade, the communist bank, where the bank owns you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like I like this one. <clears throat> Here we go. Mr. Clean's anal bleach magic erasers. All right, you ready? Here we Have go. you ever found yourself in this situation? Man, my bunghole is really dirty, but my whiteout pen won't reach back there. What am I gonna do? I'll tell you what you do. You reach for the nearest. Mr. Clean's Anal Bleach Magic Eraser. It's an eraser that goes in your butthole. <laughs> Maybe your bald head can clean my bald head. <laughs> so, when you're in need of some good bleaching in your downstairs region. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You should reach for a Mr. Clean's Anal Bleach Magic Erasers. Hear from this satisfied customer. Well, one time, my butt was really dirty because I had Taco Bell, and I was like, what am I going to do-do? <laughs> so I grabbed Mr. Clean's Anal Bleach Eraser, and I made his shirt brown. Thank you. That was, that was gross. So, Mr. Clean's anal beach bleach marker racer butthole. Boop. That was, All right, so that was that one. That one uh, oh, okay, uh, this one is uh, a Jordan's Happy Time Fartogram. Oh, I got that one. All right, here we go. You ready? Hey, kids, when you're in need of a quick pick-me-up, you come on down to Jordan's Happy Time Fartogram. 
Are you feeling down? Because this gas will lift you up. And after you leave here, go straight to a Mr. Clean's anal bleach magic eraser. Because we're pretty sure you've got a duty. If it's your birthday and you need some pooties, call Jordan's happy time fartogram. And we'll send somebody out to your house. They just turn around and fart on you. Yeah, Yeah, like that. I'm pretty sure that all of our sponsors tonight, apparently, were all, I think they're, they have some company synergy going on based off of their business, their individual business plans. If you use Mr. Clean's anal bleach or a- anal eraser, but it don't work, send your unders to Crazy Eddie's Discount Panty Depot. You got panties and you're having trouble finding someone to buy them? We'll bring them on down to Crazy Eddie's Discount Panty Depot. Check out our skin mark section. <laughs> they come directly from Jordan's Happy Fun Time Fartatorium. We got clean panties. We got dirty panties. We, we got, got your mama's panties. We got grandma's panties. We got other things. We've got cat panties. <laughs> what? We've got Ed Helm panties. Panties. We've got curtain panties. Stage panties. (laughs) (laughs) We've got taco (laughs) panties. We don't don't carry no thongs. Get out of here. You keep your butt floss to yourself. (laughs) This is crazy at his discount panty depot. Get panties for 49 cents. (laughs) Well, speaking of shit, which all those commercials were, that's it. That's it, guys. That's the end of those sponsors. And we're back. Clearly, you can see you can see why we sell so many tickets and we sell out every show because people are just going crazy people to hear are those dying sponsors with laughter. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> that's what happened to that lady in the back. Now. Now, this, uh, this, I was actually looking forward to this because any uh, of our constant listeners will know that this is when we play games. This is when we play games. But the nice thing about being at a live show mm-hmm. is we get to have audience participation yeah, we don't in just our have games. To, we don't just have to play with each other like we normally do. So will one of the many males that are in the audience please join us on uh, stage? Hold on. Let me look through. There's a guy there. I'm going to get a seat for, for him. There's that guy. Oh, this guy. This guy right here. Why don't you why don't you come on up and you're going to participate in one of our games. You're so lucky. All your friends will be jealous because you got to be a part of High Five Live. Right home to your mama. Woo. Okay. So what we what we're doing and now I'll share the microphone with you. But we're going to do <laughs> We're going to play a brand new game that we just made. Oh, you guys are adorable. So we're going to play uh, a quoting game, uh-huh. but I have these handy-dandy mouth guards. Yep. That, yeah, we're, no, I'm going to do this to everybody. Yeah. So what we have here is we have four random comedy movie quotes from the 80s. Yep. And we're going to put these handy-dandy cheek retractors in our mouths. No. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it first so you'll know how it works. No, we don't, audience. Calm down. Only one person gets to play this game. Relax. So... Um, we're quit, gonna, be, quit being jealous. We're going to shove these big things in our mouth, and then we're going to talk to each other. Yep. 
and you're like gonna... three normal grown men <laughs> yeah. do. So, and as I read, I'll, I'll read first. In front uh, of a live since this, since this audience. This is my game. Uh, and then you guys are going to have to guess the quote or the movie that I'm quoting from. Are you ready? What, first off, what's your name? All right. No, without oh. that. <laughs> Frankie. Frankie! All right, thank you, Frankie. Everybody give it up for Frankie! Okay. All right, so... <laughs> this is hard to do. Okay, okay. That is absolutely terrifying. Okay. So, all right. So here we go, Frankie. You here, and I will share right, a mic while. Yeah. So I'm gonna read, while Jay I, is is I'm doing gonna this. read this really quote. No, you don't have to hurt in the eye just to hurt. Because we're just guessing. He gets to look like the idiot right now. What we're gonna do, Drew? I have to read eggs. <laughs> Just so you know, I'll, I'll translate for you. He said, we're going to do dramatic readings. Okay, so uh, you got to guess what movie this is from. Uh, he said, guess what movie this is from, you guys. Yeah, also, Q's list is way better than mine. No, uh, uh, uh. Hey, he just said, yeah, huh? <laughs> Sorry. That. He said, you're the best. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You you want to hurt me? Go right ahead of her. You clearly better. I'm an easy target. Yeah, you're right. I talk too much. I also listen too much. I can be a cold heart cynic like you, but I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Well, you think that you want to do about me? I'm not changing. I like I like me. My wife likes me. My customers like me. Because I'm the real oracle. What you see is what you get. <laughs> Holy shit. That was amazing. Did, did you know what movie that was from? Uh, I'm going to guess that that is from... <sighs> Hold on. <laughs> Beautiful. Just so everyone knows, Jay just regurgitated. <laughs> <laughs> on his arm while removing Just the, the dental of my guard. Hand, like in Broke My Mom. Oh. Oh. Oh, Jay Simpson. Too soon? <laughs> so, uh, the one movie? Hold on. Glengarry Glenn Ross. No. Comedies from the 80s. Glengarry Glenn Ross. Frankie, do you have a guess? Oh, I have no guess. That uh, was John Candy from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That's what I said. John that Candy from exactly Planes, Trains, said. and Automobiles. Okay, Frankie, your turn. I can use, okay. I'm going off mic. No, you gotta put into the, the big end goes in your mouth. The big end? Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We Shove say it Ed, in your cheeks! We say Frankie. Ed Helms here. <laughs> it's Ed Helms, uh, Christ? <laughs> no Christ, it's not necessary, it's formal. Holy oh, hell. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Hell. Oh. Oh. You gotta speak into the microphone, but not too close, because that's gross. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I love this game. Uh, uh. Don't. All right, so we're sharing a mic. I'm sharing a mic with Jay now, so here we go. <laughs> it sucking hurts. It does, it does not feel great. Uh. <laughs> so we finished 18 and he's going to stick me? <laughs> and I say, hey, I'm on, hey. How about a little sound? <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And he says, uh-oh, no, I need a Oh, and you die on your deathbed, you'll see consciousness. <laughs> so I got her going, Ferry, which is kind of nice. <laughs> I have no 
quotes and I don't know what that is. Tiger out. Ow. Yay, Frankie. That was amazingly impressive. Good job, Frankie. What? Hey, you know what else other than silence makes for a good podcast? Totally unintelligible speech. What was that? Oh, that was I the, don't know what that was. That was the, the Glenn Dalai Gary, Lama, Glenn Ross. That was the Dalai Lama quote from Caddyshack. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Can you read it to us? Tell us what it actually. So said. we finish eighteen, and he's gonna stiff me, and I say, "Hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know?" And he says, "Uh oh, there won't be any money, but when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness." So yeah, I got that going for me, which is nice. Boom! All right, Q. All right, it's turn. my turn. Here we go. And then we'll end with me. Since it's my game, I have to be embarrassed twice. No good. And you gotta put the thing back in your mouth. Yeah, but it's, it's, the, it's my thing. <coughs> I love this game. Big end. No, you, you gotta put the big end in your mouth. Ah. Ah. Lick uh-huh. it first. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. Actually. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Okay. Clockwork tangerine. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Aha. Life is pretty fast. <laughs> If you don't stop and take a look around once in a while, you couldn't miss it. <laughs> chica chica. <laughs> that one's Ferris That's Bueller. from Ferris Bueller. Amazing. Let me, let me read it normally. Here we go. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Nice. Beautiful. Okay. okay. Come on up, audience member. All right, so that's it. You, we've got, uh, we've got a, another guest audience member. What's your name? Gloria. That's not, that seems like a fake name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Put the big end in your mouth. Just in the cheeks. Ah. There you go. All right, here we go. I'm tired of actually yell. That's amazing. You're going to do great. So here we go for the final, for the final, <laughs> final one. Here we go. Into the microphone, Gloria. <laughs> Nobody hits me in a car nart. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Dirty dancing. That is indeed from Dirty Dancing. Nobody hits me in a car Exactly. All right. (laughs) Thank you, audience members. Yes. Everybody give them a big round of applause for our audience members. The rest of you, audience, you should come back for one of our next shows. I think our next one is what? September 10th? Around there. September 10th. Third Coast Comedy. In the afternoon, Third Coast Comedy Club will be here. So that's it, guys. You have officially survived (laughs) the very first ever high five colon the podcast colon live from third coast comedy colon live with an exclamation point for the 80s movies so yeah thanks everybody for coming out so Um, everybody just to recap like we normally would on our shows 
You can always get at us at our website, www.highfivethepodcast.com. All letters, no numeros. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash highfivethepodcast. Also, all letters, no numeros. Right. You can tweet at us on the Twitter if you're so inclined at high the number five the podcast, and then you can also email us. Email us with your insults, lists, uh, what you general think been on there, general criticisms to see pictures of our dicks. Right, Whatever. which happens a lot more than you would more think. More than you would think. More than you would think. No one wants to see my boobies, though. You can. <laughs> nobody's asking for our booby pics. You can send that to my five. At highfivethepodcast.com. Once and, again, all letters, no numerals. And here's a special new offer for everybody at the live show and everyone listening to this when it airs. Um, we actually have a store with merchandise now. High five the podcast t-shirts, coffee mugs, other accessories. Yep. And you can get there through our, our website. Highfivethepodcast.com. There's a, there's a store button on the side menu, That's and right. uh, anybody who wears a high five merchandise shirt to the next show uh, gets in free. Oh, we can't we can't let them in free. All right, you'll get a free hug from Q. That's it. Or so. you will get to see me in person. Hooray! Hooray! Yep. So that's so, it. Once again, thanks everybody for coming out. Thank you to Third Coast Comedy for letting us do Always. this. We're super excited. We look forward to the rest of the shows. You should, too. Watch on the Facebooks and the Twitters and all the social medias. And for uh, other shows of ours and for Third Coast Comedy, thirdcoastcomedy.club. You can see their entire calendar. We're on there a bunch throughout the rest of the year. So, That's right. So uh, you can see what our themes are going to be, and we you can email us and ask. But we're going to have some Tarantino parties. We're going to have some uh, David Lynch parties. Yep. We're going to have a Bill Murray episode. That's right. We're going to have a courtroom drama top five. And, and, to, to cap out the year, Quentin, I'll let you say this one. Our final show is going to be musicals. Done and, in the form of a musical. And yeah. we're going to have a big old group sing-along. So please check out thirdcoastcomedy.club. Buy your tickets. Get them early because it's definitely going to sell out. And, uh, and that's it. I'm that's, leaving. Yeah, I'm getting the fuck done. off stage. So if people so want to hang out with done. us out back and give us things like cash or money or high fives, hand jobs, we'll whatevs, be we'll be there. So that's it. So that's it. Everybody get the fuck out. Yeah.